Hello and welcome to Ride or Die, a podcast where we watch and recap episodes of Common Rider. We finished Double, so now we're watching the movies. Uh, and today we'll be watching. Well, first, let's talk about who we are as people. My name is Tyler, and with me as always is Mike. How's it going, Mike? It's going pretty well. You almost forgot about us. What are you doing, man? You're in like host mode. You just get straight you know, into the movie right away. Who's here for us? You know, it's all about. Me reading the synopsis and then flubbing the words and then having to correct myself. As <laughs> usual. This is really all about uh, Yes. It's all about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see this movie going uh, back this time because I've kind of switched up the order, but who fuck cares at this point? Yeah. I mean, technically, if we wanted to go chronologically, this one would have gone first. But it uh, doesn't matter. Who cares? No, no. Who cares? It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Uh, so today we'll be watching Common Rider Double Returns, Common Rider Eternal. This movie aired uh, on July 21st, 2011. It's written by Riku Sanjo, directed by Koichi Sakamoto. As usual, and this is the movie all about everyone's boy Katsumi Daido, a.k.a. Common Rider Eternal. Get to see yeah. some of the stuff he went through uh, before mm-hmm. the events of the A to Z movie. Indeed. Just like last movie, uh, the Kamen Rider Excel movie, where we got a a cameo from the director, Mr. Sakamoto. Right. We will get another cameo by someone else who works on the movie. Oh, uh-huh. sorry. Last movie was Keiichi Asagawa. Yeah, he played a drunken man at the bar. Hmm. So this time we'll get we'll get another cameo by a writer at some point. Who knows when? Ooh. But uh, I hope you're ready. I don't think we. I, I'm really hoping we don't see any more dopants this time. But who knows? Who knows? Not yeah. me. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll see. How many times uh, we got to update the list? Several times. My friends, several times. Oh, let's just hope that I'm excited. Let's just get into this. All right. Everyone, you know, grab a snack. Uh and watch the movie if you if you you do that. If you pause and always watch the, the thing we're gonna watch. And uh we'll be back. So so strap on your belts, put on your helmets, and let's ride. Let's ride. And that was Common Rider Double Returns, Common Rider Eternal. What'd you think, Mike? Hmm, what? The movie's over? Huh? What? <laughs> what? Oh man, I uh I got some things to say about this film and I uh took a nap during that chunk of it. Uh fell hey, asleep during it. Don't worry, Mike. I fucking did too, dude. <laughs> I was like so snoozing during this movie. I, oh man, oh man. Okay, let's get into the plot here. So, uh, after taking out the sweet stopant, who uh, is our cameo for the writer Riku Sanjo, yes. yes, 
He came uh, back. Kamen Rider Double encounters a strange woman who tries to kill the two in one Kamen Rider with her psychic powers to avenge Katsumi Daido, the man who almost destroyed Futo and defeated and was defeated by Double. Assuming yeah. Luna Metal to restrain her, Shoto and Philip demand answers on why she would avenge the death of a terrorist. However, upon revealing a harmonica that was his, the psychic reveals that Daido was actually a hero before playing it. She then proceeds to tell the story of Katsumi Daido. Yeah. And it, she tells this whole thing all day. And by the end of the movie, it's like nighttime. It's like, Jesus Christ, how long is this fucking story? She's oh, yeah. going into detail about what's going on. <laughs> Every fucking detail. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's nighttime there now. <sighs> and because uh, we learn later that she is psychic, uh, she has all the information that is presented within this story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every perspective, every point of view, like, all, knows all the details of the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she oh, told it word for word. Um, the scene flashes back to Dido's near-death experience and, conver- and conversion by his mother into the first necro over. However, after passing every inhuman experiment, inhumane experimentation, Dido learns that never project was rejected by Foundation X in favor of the museum's Gaia memories. He responds to the Foundation's messengers by telling them that Never has only just begun. Sometime later, after reviving Reika as the newest member of Never, uh, as she escapes some sort of prison facility. Uh, actually, you know what that is? What's that? Yeah, uh, She escaped from Alcatraz. Mm, that That's what sense. they said. Yeah, but it's a little bit weird because in the nose it says that Alcatraz was closed in like 66 and that was like years before Kamen Rider premiered, so... They opened yeah. it back up. They, they were grand reopening. Yeah, yeah they just reopened Alcatraz for like prisoners like that. It's just a little bit odd, but um, yeah, it's badass. She escapes or she's trying to escape. She fights a bit. She gets shot and dies, uh, which yeah. is... Uh, the point uh because as they as they fight off the guards katsumi runs over and and holds her body and sees that he goes uh save you saved us the trouble of having to uh, take your body or something like steal your body so uh dial leads his group of six uh yeah leads a group of six to a southeast asia country called s to take out the leader of a terrorist cell located there. However, never finds the terrorist leader murdered by the psychic as uh, she overwhelms the undead super soldiers with her powers. Uh, okay, I'm making sure we're learning names as we go through. As Dido takes the psychic down when her powers wear her down, but spares her life as he realizes as she realizes she was forced to fight. She introduces herself as Mina. Before a pair of psychic soldiers, Lloyd and Shion, revealing them and Mina to be quarks, the product of research by Dr. Prospect, a Foundation X scientist. Okay, so there's a lot to go in mm-hmm. here. So Mina uh, is played by one Ren Takanashi. She uh, she has a cameo in Kamen Rider Decade, episodes 24 and 25. But she is best known for her role as Mako Shiraishi or Shinken Pink yes. in Samurai Sentai Kin- Shinkinger. Yes, I know that. She's a pink ranger there. 
Uh, Lloyd is played by Sho Tomita, who is uh, who portrays uh, Yukito Sanjo or Abare Blue, oh, that's right. uh, Abare Ranger, and and Shion, uh, the girl mm-hmm. psychic lady who is with Lloyd, is portrayed by Sanae Hitomi, who is a suit actress, uh, who who also is in uh, Shinkinger oh, okay. as Shinkin okay. Pink. So she's, a, she, she's in the she's suit. She's in the suit. Uh, Amina's the character. Uh, well, that's kind of cool, character. actually. I didn't. That's uh. She's a, she's also a suitatrix mm. for Geki Yellow and Geki Ranger. All right, cool. Uh, Doctor Prospect, uh, who we haven't met uh, in person yet, uh, he also shows up. He's portrayed by uh, Junichi Haruta. He plays a character named Trial B in a show we'll be watching we next. Come right Boom. All comes back together. Uh, another note, uh, of course, Katsumi Daido is played by one Mitsuru Matsuoka, uh, who is a musician and also an actor. He also does the theme song for Come Right Drive and, of course... His gun boy, uh, Ken Ashiwara, the trigger dopant, is played by uh, Masayuki Dei, who is uh, Boken Silver in mm. Bokinger and Kyoryu Gray in oh, Kyoryu Nice. So, getting all that out of the way. What is this? Where am I? Okay. Taking. Taking Mina with them, Daido and Reika are confronted by Junkazu, who assumes the form of Kamen Rider Eternal Red Flare. So this is the one that doesn't have the he doesn't have the straps. He doesn't have the uh, he has red flames and not blue flames. No cape, uh, no right, scarf, right, yep, nothing yep, of yep. that. Looks a little weird mm-hmm. without the cape, but yeah. when Daido touches the Lost Driver, out of feeling, Kazu is forced to eject the incompatible internal memory and uses his psychic power on Dido and Reika despite before despite before Mina turns herself as Kazu decides to bring the two necro overs with them to prospect for study coming to Dido finds himself among quarks who want to kill him to prove their self-worth after seeing the quarks are forced into doing what prospect orders them to do Dido fights them off before Mina stops them as she sees Dido to have Something Prospect lacks. By then, Prospect arrives and reveals his eye memory uh, allows him to use quarks under his control. When Dido asks if his ability can be negated, should he die? Uh, Yeah, I'd open. Whoever whoever typed this out didn't do a great job. Uh, Damn uh, those people at... Common Rider Wiki. So let's see. When Dido asks if his ability can be negated, should he die? Becomes the eyes dope. He becomes the eyes dope to eliminate Dido as his body begins to fail him. They just forgot a word there. However, yeah. after breaking free from her confinement in the complex, Reiko arrives. So, so here's the thing. Reiko, she's tied up with chains and they're like, I'm trying to stab her or something. I don't know what they're doing to her. No, no, because that scene I remember very vague, uh, vaguely here. It's that it's like, oh, your body's so cold, and you know, because you're a corpse, and they sort of like zap it over with like a two 
taser kind of electricity sticks that just like oh, viber yeah, up. Metal prods, yeah. Yeah, metal prods just to viber up or something. And then we cut away. And then we kind of see what happens afterwards where she uh, totally does like a scissor kick and like snaps the guy's neck and gets yeah, out of the chains. She uses her thighs to break his neck, which, God, wish that were me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt that too. And then, yeah, she just runs. And uh, she grabs the jacket, and then she hops on a motorcycle, and then she just rides in just to save them. I mean, that's that's what happened. Mina finds Dido's harmonica and tracks Dido down to return it, using his thoughts, actually. She's she's tracking him through his thoughts of the harmonica. It's really crazy. It's kind of overpowered. But Mm -hmm. accidentally accesses his memories when he states his intent to kill Prospect. She reveals that the heavens... Horn barrier would eventually eliminate those with barely any psychic ability and less. Taking Reika's emergency biological stabilizer as at her request, Dido revitalizes himself as he and Reika free the quarks despite their refusal to listen. After using his harmonica to calm them down, Dido gives the quarks a drive to rebel before giving Mina the harmonica and going off towards the complex. As Reika and the quarks fight off Foundation X quarks, Dido makes his way to Process Manor where he is confronted by Kazu as he reveals museum's location in Futo before becoming the Utopia Dopin. Yes, the Utopia Dopin is back. Yep. Well, I, I guess it's before he uh, died. Whatever. That was you a know, prequel, maybe. mind you, so it's the first time we see it, Utopia. Stating that the eternal memory is malfunctioning, <laughs> though no match for the Utopia Dopin, Dio manages to get the eternal memory and his perfect synchronization with it allows him to become Comrade Eternal Blue Flare, which is the one we all know. Yep. Uh, with his newfound power, Eternal kills Kazu and destroys Prospect's controls to Heaven's Horn. Uh, as the rest have never arrived to take out his soldiers and get the quarks out, the eyes dopen attacks Eternal before revealing that all he did was ensure that they die a painful death. Despite making his way to them, Dido arrives too late and saves the quarks as Prospect reveals his power over the quarks is to kill them should they leave the complex. Mina is the only one left standing until she collapses in Dido's arms. And this whole section is where I kind of took that nap. Uh, just the fight. I wasn't really interested. Uh, the eyes open. Intent to break Dido only drives him utterly insane as he thanks Prospect for reminding him that all the people... That all people are devils before he transforms into Comrade Eternal to send the Eyes Dopen to hell with the support from his group before he destroys Eyes Dopen with the Eternal Requiem Maximum Drive. As Prospect dies from his own effect, Dido realizes that the Eternal Memory finally broke down and he discards it, refusing to revive Mina as a Necro over at Reika's request. When Matt and Dido decides to stick it to the museum by going to Futo, however. As Kazu was taken by his fellow Foundation X members to be converted into a Necro-Over, it is revealed that Mina survived the Eyes Dopin's attack. With her story yep. finished, Shodoro and Philip try to com- uh, comfort Mina as she knew he was evil yet wanted the two to know what Dido was really like. As she's taken to the hospital for fatigue, Shodoro and Philip arrive to the site of their fight with Comrade Eternal to pay their final respects to Dido as now that they understand the method behind his madness. Then the movie ends with the the song that he sings for the movie, which I think is called... It's either called Cod E or it's called Sophia. One of the two. I think Sophia's the name of the band, though. 
Okay, Mike, say your words. Say your words. What you got? <laughs> it's just that, like, I think I think we both slept at the same time during that the end fight. Cause I just opened my eyes and I just seen the final move, and all of a sudden shit's starting to explode. So, but it's this is a movie that I, this is a movie that's unneeded whatsoever. This yeah, is like it didn't do anything. It, it, it it's not even it's it's pointless to be honest. Like I don't care about the character. I do not like. I didn't care about his the back history of the game. And also a question about um being a never um necro over um he, I guess they could age while being dead because he, he died at take, sixteen. Taking yet, taking the the stimulants. Uh, over the years, still aged him, I guess. Because I'm because I'm looking at it, I was like, if they're immortal, you know, they would have to stay at the age that they died. But no, they grow older. So it was like he's he died at sixteen. I'm thinking, well, he's not sixteen. He's old, older than sixteen. It was just like uh, a little different of the lore there. I was like, okay, that's a bit different. But no, I just this is a film that I uh, honestly enough I would not watch again i mean i would say there's only two things going for it if you want to watch this film i would say the stunt work and the fight choreography is the stuff you watch for and that's it the story and the characters i don't give a damn yeah they don't matter this this movie came out a year after like almost a year after double ended yeah so like Katsumi and all of his team are dead. Uh, everyone in this movie is basically dead, except for Mina, who doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, Mina does not matter at all. I mean, it just... <laughs> I, I guess whoever, like, wrote this, greenlit this, and just produced it, it's just, like, it's fucking pointless. Like, I guess if people cared about that sad story, sure, I can respect that. But for me, I don't care. I really don't. And then they 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 paint they paint the members of of Never as like not as bad, you know, like like uh yeah, what's her name? Uh, Reka. She's yeah, like, Reka. She has like doubts, and she's like, maybe we can save these people, and you know, she's being all nice. But you know, you get back to the movie where they the A to Z movie, and they're like. They're monsters. They're like just murdering people. Yeah, it's yeah. That's that's one of the notes is that they're even though in this film they're not as ruthless. They're kind of more, I guess, normal people in a way. They're not as evil as A to Z. So just it's a bit weird with character work um, going into this film. Hmm. All right, so uh, it would dope in the rank, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, there is actually. Eyes is actually a dope that we have not seen uh, before because the eyes dope yes, because he's got two orbs that are eyes that are float around with him, but he's got like <laughs> he's got gray and gold going for him. Yeah. He is is good to know here that his actual face doesn't have any eyes. It's covered by like a gold right. kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a yeah, 
Yeah, that's what I meant to say. It's just um, like a helmet. He's showing his lower jaw, almost like dread. He's like covering his face, just basically. But he's got like orbs for eyes. Uh, mess. Um, but mind you, he, I didn't care about him whatsoever. So he is probably going to go. I mean, the design is okay, I guess. Um, if I'm going to put it on uh, the ranking, he'll be number. God, do I really want to put him that high? No. He. I'll put him at 33 and putting Masquerade uh, down to 34. So just in between Puppeteer and Masquerade. Just All right. He's he's in the <laughs> he's thirty three on the list, so uh, don't care. Um, All right, Mike. And now, what would you? Oh, hold on. I just... Whoop! How you spell that? Oh, jeez. All right, now, what would you rank this episode out of five? You know what? Oh wait, let me look back. Uh, I'm looking at my previous rankings, and very early on, as we watched it, I did give very low rankings. But this one, I know you ranked an episode really low in the past as well. But this, uh, I'm gonna actually go possible lowest possible because I don't give a damn about this fucking movie. This is definitely like. Like I said, my points were like stunt work and choreography. That's two. So one, two. Yeah, two out of five. Wow, two out of five. Yep. I was just going to give it a three. So basically, uh, not the greatest, you know? No, no, not, not at all. Now, who's your, who's your MVP? <laughs> I mean, it's pointless because, um, um, God, uh, Rika was actually the badass in this movie. Mina didn't like do barely anything, but this is a prequel, mind you. She dies in, the, in A through disease, so there's no point to have MP, MVP because I don't care about the fucking characters. So I'm just going to say nobody gets MVP for this fucking movie. I'm going to just say zero, NA, nobody. Oh, nobody. All right, I'll give it. I'll give it to Reka because uh, she did strangle that guy with it, with her thighs. I know, but that's, that's the thing that, that I like. So there we go. It, only you would do that. That's fine. I don't care. But this is just why it's so stupid and pointless. And I just—it's a good movie to fall asleep to because I totally did that for this thing. It was just like. <laughs> All right, so next up on the agenda, the the last movie we'll be watching before stepping into Kamen Rider Blade will be a movie from 2012. Title, mm-hmm. Kamen Rider Cross Super Sentai colon Superhero Tyson. That's what we're going to be watching. 
Mm-mm-mm. Nothing to do with double. It's, I just think it's a fun no. Movie. No, no, we are we're past this now. We're going into something uh, fun related to Kamen Rider. So uh, it's just good to even out the month of movies, the movie month. Yes. So, so until we watch that next week, Mike, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on the internet personally on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. Um, there you can actually see my raves and rantings of anything, movies, television, or just life, or just things I'm working on project-wise, which leads into my network called Project Mixcast. It's a network of podcasts that I'm working on throughout this whole year of 2020. The flagship show, Men Among Monsters, is the one that's up right now. The Godzilla podcast they do with David B. If you want to follow that on Twitter, it's Men Among Monster. I post Godzilla stuff there if you want to check that out. Uh, Anchor.fm slash Project Mixcast is where all the podcasts will be outside of Men Among Monsters. I do have podcasts planned out. Lots in store. I'm still going to edit a lot of it. Stuff like Deep Undercover, which is a uh, spy podcast all about spy shows and possibly spy movies. I'm considering that in the future. Uh, Right now we're watching The Americans on that one. I also do... Uh, Disney podcast called Quack and Squeak that's coming up pretty soon. There's one I'm doing. I'm, there's one I'm planning with Tyler here for Turtles podcast going over the 87 Turtles series called Servant Sewers, which I need to rip the episodes and actually upload those so we can watch and talk about those episodes. Um, da, 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 da. There's so many more on there. So, But outside of that, outside of this one, I do a Power Rangers podcast called Into the Grid. Uh, Sean and I cover Lightspeed Rescue, and of course, there's Comics Edition that Tyler is on with Sean, which is taking a brief hiatus break right now, but uh, check it out, Into the Grid. Uh, we're covering Lightspeed Rescue next, uh, then after that, we take a break, and then we go into Samurai, which is Mia, Mike, Jaden, the fucking intro song sucks as hell, but you know what? We're just going to cover that. You don't like Go-Go Power Rangers, uh, as they say their names over it? <laughs> It's such such lazy laziness when it comes to that. God. Oh, they're trying to cater to like, do we have to know the names of all the Power Rangers? Ah, shoot me in the head. That's coming did, up. I was they went back and did that for every Power Rangers. <laughs> That'd be so hilarious. But yeah, just stay tuned Tommy. for that. <laughs> stay Dad. tuned for that later. Stay tuned for later for that. Later this season. Uh wait, that's our season three coming up. So check it out at anchor.fm slash into the grid. Follow it on Twitter at go into the grid. And yeah, that is basically what you need to know about me and follow me and all my current endeavors in life right now. What about you, Tyler? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R, T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. And there you can find all the other podcasts I do including Trouble at the Tipton with our mutual friend Sean, where we talk about The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, which is uh, becoming a more irregular thing right now. Uh, it's, it's going through a couple changes. Uh, also, All the Angles that I do with my friends there on the Sly, where we talk about games at length. We just put up an episode about Persona 5 that was four and a half hours long, just talking about the characters. And by the time you've heard this, there'll be a new episode out uh, what we'll call a filler episode 
for our Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, our Yu-Gi-Oh talk called Dual Discussion because they they use dual discs to duel, so dual discussion. Mm. It's a nice pun I thought about. And game over screen that I do our friends uh, Sean and Brendan talk about games, the news, what we played, and what's coming out. You can also find me on twitch.tv forward slash Tyler Tyler Rims where I play video games uh, on Wednesdays and Fridays in a cowboy hat because I have one of those and it's a fun time sometimes. A little draining. Uh, and then that's about it. Uh, as for this podcast, Ride or Die, you can find us on Twitter at Ride or Die Podcast. You can also send us an email at Ride or Die Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Anchor at anchor.m forward slash writer hyphen die. Don't forget the hyphen, very important. And on there, you'll be able to send us a message through the message button. It's a little, a little one minute like voice message or, you know, add us on Twitter or anything. I'll see it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can, on Anchor, you can find us on other places like Anchor itself, where we host the podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Podcast Addicts, Castbox, all that stuff. You'll find us there wherever you want to listen to it. We're probably there. Uh, not on Podbean though. I gotta, I gotta work on that. Uh, so uh, that's it. Again, next time we'll be watching Common Rider Cross Super Sentai Superhero Tyson. It's gonna be a fun time. And uh, and then immediately after, well, not immediately after that, but the week after that, we'll be watching Common Rider Blade. So yeah, time. I've got the art made. I've got. I still gotta make the the intro songs and stuff, but that that will literally take five minutes. So that's it. Anything else you gotta say, Mike? Don't watch this movie, <laughs> or don't watch it more than once. There's no point. There's and no point to watching it either. If you're curious, you know, go ahead. But I don't think we recommend it. It's a cool suit, though. Yeah, but you don't see it for a while. No. All right. Uh, until then, we'll always have to be your ride or die. Ride or die.